0: Now, we continue with Mile High Magazine. Here's your host, Melissa Moore.
1: Well, good Sunday morning to you. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Thank you for spending the Sunday with us. I I think we're all pet lovers. I mean, something about Colorado and pets, it just goes hand in hand. And so I'm excited today to be talking with the executive director of Spay Today. It's Spay Today Neuter Now. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Cassie Tanner and also Dr. Carr, the medical director. Good morning. Good Good morning. morning. So this is obviously a big issue why is it so important? Let's just start out with the facts of getting your cats, dogs spayed and neutered.
0: The most important reason for spaying and neuter is there's a list of them, but let's start with the pet overpopulation issue. Uh, there are more than six to eight million animals entering shelters uh, every year, and half of them are euthanized. So mm-hmm. we're part of the part part of the issue of controlling pet overpopulation is spaying and neutering. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that we will do to for the community is providing low cost spay neuter um, options for the general public um spaying in general the reason this is important for female dogs, male dogs um female dogs, it will increase life expectancy okay uh, I didn't st- realize that mm-hmm. there are many studies that uh, that that uh, support that. It also prevents mammary cancer, especially if you're spaying a female dog uh less the uh, before their very first heat cycle which happens at around 7 months of age. Okay. Um you can prevent life-threatening pyometra which is a uterine infection. Um obviously you're going to stop heat cycles and bleeding. Mm-hmm. Uh you can prevent pregnancy complications such as dystocia and uh, of course the blood spotting that uh, comes along with heat cycles mm-hmm. which is very messy in people's houses. Right, I've never had a pet. That went into
1: a cycle. You know, we either adopted it from a shelter where it was already spayed and neutered, or I've had a male.
0: So I can't imagine. I've
1: heard stories just about, and then all the male dogs, like, knocking on the back door when it happens.
0: Right. And that is uh, for intact males. We call males intact when they still have their testicles present. I love that we're so clinical. This is good. This is good for me. be very clinical about that. this is good for me. Intact males. Intact. Because I have an intact former show dog. (laughs) So... Uh, Again, neutering a male dog will increase his life expectancy, too. What neutering a male dog will do is prevent roaming activity where they're seeking out female Mm -hmm. dogs for breeding purposes. Uh, It will decrease unwanted behaviors like aggression, fighting, Mm -hmm. urine marking. Um, Also prevents, uh, this is unusual, uh, but it will prevent some... Uh, infectious disease transmission and uh, sexually transmitted diseases. There are such things in For dogs. dogs. Mm-hmm. Really? That's right. And <laughs> will prevent a uh, testicular oh, no. <laughs> cancer. Yeah, there is such a thing. I had so no idea. Uh, they're not very common, but it, it's most common in intact males and females who are huh. breeding on a regular basis. Um, prevents testicular cancer, obviously, because mm-hmm. you're removing the testicles and benign prostatic hyperplasia. We call that BPH. Okay. Uh, That is something that adult males, humans will get to. So intact males will develop prostate issues um, that should be, uh, that can be prevented totally by neutering. Is there an age, because we were talking before we went on the air today, and I've got a six-year-old dog, Mm
1: -hmm. former show dog, and that's why he has not been fixed. He's Mm -hmm. still intact. Mm -hmm. Um, And part of my concern has been, is he getting too old to be neutered?
0: We don't assume that anyone is too old to be neutered. Uh, the things that we look at are general health condition. Okay. Um, any doubt? Any dog can be neutered and likely should be neutered, especially if there are some medical issues that are associated with prostate issues or testicular issues or aggression issues too. hmm Behavioral problems can often be the urine thing you talked about. The urine thing, aggression, urine marking. Yes, those things can be potentially reduced or. Um, completely removed by Mm -hmm. neutering a male dog, especially if they're associated with uh, testosterone surges. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
1: And then as far as female dogs, you talked about longer life expectancy as well. Is that
0: right? That's right. There are some studies out of uh, UGA. So University of Georgia and actually Banfield did a study with 2.2 million dogs and 460,000 cats uh, that determined that intact female and male dogs intact again Mm -hmm. being dogs who are not spayed or neutered they still have everything they still have all their parts yep have an average life expectancy of about 7.9 years but uh and uh dogs who are altered and who have been spayed and neutered have Mm -hmm. an average life expectancy of about 9.4 years that's a big difference so there's a significant difference female dogs spayed live 26% longer Male dogs who are neutered will live 13 to 18% longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, female cats, this is, these are big numbers here. These are really big numbers. Female cats who are spayed will live 39% longer than an intact female cat. Wow. And the big one is male cats, especially uh-huh. um, in, uh, neutered male cats will live uh, 62% longer than an intact male cat. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a big, big difference. Very significant difference, yes.
1: And Dr. Carr, I don't know if you want to uh, address this or Cassie, uh, if you're just joining me, Cassie Tanner, Executive Director of Spay Today, Neuter Now. What is the big reason? Because I hear all these statistics. It's like, why wouldn't you want to get your pet spayed or neutered? What are some of the reasons why people don't do it then? I think for a lot of folks,
2: it's an issue of access. You know, actually, um, the Humane Society of the United States did a really interesting study looking at spay and neuter rates in the United States. Mm -hmm. They actually found that 90% of pet owners do spay and neuter their pets, but the 10% who don't are really helping to contribute to that overpopulation that Dr. Carr was talking about Mm -hmm. earlier. Um, And for that 10%, it is an issue of access, and that's exactly why we exist. when um, you talk
1: about access, are you talking about access to a doctor? Are you talking about access to funds to pay for it or both? both okay, yep, so um
2: ten percent of the people that aren't ten percent of the animals that aren't spayed and neutered are generally living in low income households, and their owners may not have the financial means or the education and information they need to make that decision and then find the resources like low-cost spay and neuter mm-hmm. to have that happen for their pet.
1: Okay, so we're talking about getting your pet spayed or neutered. Um, what kind of costs now that we've established that's what your foundation does, what kind of cost are we talking about?
2: So at our clinic, we are a high-quality, low-cost, um, high-volume spay and neuter clinic. So We can really keep our costs low by performing a lot of surgeries in one day because our veterinarians, like Dr. Carr and our founder, Dr. Pacoli, that's all they focus on, and spay and neuter is their specialty. So they can perform 30 to 55 surgeries every single day. Oh, my goodness. So we can do a cat is $40 at our clinic, okay? and dogs are $75 and up depending on their weight. Um, which is uh, generally about a quarter or less of the cost you would pay at a private practice.
1: And how does, I know that you do a lot of fundraising, and we'll get to that, um, if somebody still doesn't have those funds.
2: Yeah, so that's a great question. We are so fortunate to have some grant funding and a lot of supporters and individual donors who support our Healthy Paws voucher program It's a program we administer to really help folks that are struggling financially or are experiencing maybe some housing insecurity Mm -hmm. access free spay and neuter. So our Healthy Paws vouchers um, are administered by community partners like the Action Center in Jefferson County and Colorado Pet Pantry and others. So that if someone really needs that extra assistance, mm-hmm. we can provide that for them. How did this whole
1: program start, and when did it start?
2: So it's really an awesome story. I've only been with Spay Today for three years, but back in two thousand eight, Dr. Angelina Piccoli, our founder, attended a conference in Chicago put on by Spay USA, and she really learned about a high need for more publicly accessible spay and neuter clinics Uh, and it just became a passion project for Mm -hmm. her and she came back to Colorado and um, started working towards opening spay today and starting the organization. So we opened in 2009 and we've actually done over 65,000 spay and neuter
1: surgeries since then. That is a huge number. Yeah. Dr. Carr, what made you decide to get involved?
0: I have actually, interestingly, worked with SPAY Today for about eight years, um, working as a relief veterinarian, so someone who comes in on uh, a needed basis when Mm -hmm. a veterinarian needs some time off or is on vacation or attending conferences. So I've been working with SPAY Today for a really long time. I have always respected SPAY Today uh, for the program available to the general public it is a very high quality program, um, and it's very important for me to be involved in uh, community outreach and being able to help people who uh, couldn't necessarily afford veterinary care at other places. This is where my heart is mm-hmm. is in kind of low uh, low cost uh, options for people who can afford it who who can't afford regular veterinary care.
1: Right now, do you do anything? You talk about veterinary care. Is there other care besides the spay and the neuter? So right now, um, we offer spay, neuter,
2: low-cost vaccinations, and microchips, but we are super excited because we bought a building last year, and it's currently under construction. So we're moving our clinic within the city of Lakewood to a new location um, in the spring of 2019, and we're going to have a pet wellness clinic because we believe that we need to increase those safety nets for pet owners.
1: That is great news.
2: We're super excited.
1: So as the word is getting out and people say, yeah, that's me. I could really use the help. I would like to get my pet spayed or neutered. Uh, How does that process start? What does it look like?
2: So all of our spay-neuter appointments are by appointment only. They can call the clinic or they can schedule an appointment online. They do need to typically schedule out about three to four weeks in advance um, just because of our capacity. We're really busy every day. We fill up. Um, but they can call us at our clinic and I can give you our phone number. Yeah, please. It's 303-984-7729. And then if you want to schedule online, you can visit our
1: website at www.spay2day.org. Okay. Okay. Perfect. And Dr. Carr, I know we talked about there's really not an age where it's too old. What about too young? Like what are those ages where if somebody has a puppy or a kitten and they want to get a spayed or neutered, uh, when can they start that?
0: We actually still serve um, puppies and kittens uh, eight weeks and older. It sounds like a really young age to uh, spay and neuter dogs. However, um, they're Texas A and did, M did a study, uh, and Cornell, Cornell University, did a did a study too, where they determined that there are no long term serious effects for pre uh, or neutering and spaying puppies mm-hmm. before they're fully grown. We call that pediatric spay and neuter. Okay, so we are recommending the general recommendations for spay and neuter right now is any cat should be spayed before they come into sexual maturity, which is about less than five months of age. I don't know if people know this or not, but cats are capable of reproducing at about four and a half to five months old. I had no idea. Yeah, so we try to catch them before that. Again, that does reduce risks of mammary cancer and other um, serious diseases too. Small dogs spaying and neutering before their sexual maturity, before their first heat cycle, which is generally five or six months of age too. Um, Any female dog spaying before their first heat cycle, five to six months of age. And the gray area can be larger male dogs. There's some information. um, People are aware that there could be some association with um, orthopedic diseases Mm -hmm. or some cancers that could be associated with neutering a larger male dog before they're fully grown. Those studies are not fully supported yet. Uh, We don't have enough information so I think that's more of a personal choice, but any any dog we are saying is still fine to neuter before six months of age. Okay, all good information. And before we go, I know you've got a big fundraiser come up
1: coming up for Spay Today Neuter Now. Um, it's a spaghetti no balls spaghetti
2: dinner.
1: dinner. Spaghetti? And did no... I say it right? Yeah, you got it all right. <laughs> I feel like I deserve a pat on the back. You did joking around here. Um, but that is coming up
2: February 26th. Is that right? Yeah, we're having our um, annual Spaghetti and No Balls Dinner and Silent Auction at the Jeffco Fairgrounds um, in Lakewood on February 26th at 5 30. It is a great event. We're actually celebrating our 10-year anniversary this year um, and celebrating some of our community partners who are so critical to our success. So, um, buy tickets and show up. It's going to be a great time. And tickets on sale right now? They are on sale right now. In fact, you can go to our website, um, wwwspaythenumber 2 dayorg and buy tickets right up until the day of the event.
1: Okay, wonderful. Cassie Tanner, Executive Director of Spay Today, Neuter Now, and Dr. Carr, the Medical Director. Thank you both for being here. Thank, thank you, you, you so much. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Melissa Moore. It is Mile High Magazine. Thanks for spending your Sunday morning with me.